Hey, how you guys doing today? We are gonna start in about one minute and we're gonna look at Remind. And we're gonna go through Remind as a tool for not only uh, creating farms for yourself, but we're also gonna look at Remind as an intelligence gathering system that can help you when you do farm to be smart about it. So the first thing we wanna do here is let me get to Remind. And so what you see here, this is the, the Remind homepage. Now, to, everyone's got, if you're part of GTAR, you, when you log into MLS, Matrix is here, Remind is right next to Matrix. So you can go in through this little app right here, and that's again, logging into Stellar MLS. And so once we log in, a couple quick things, I'm gonna give you a little tour on, on uh, Remind. We can personalize it. We can invite clients to it, so that way it's kind of like MLS portal. Um, they can take a look and get information from Remind as well. You can save a search. You can even start a chat with your client if they do have it. And then from here, you have property notifications. If you have any saved searches, they're going to be right here. And then listing updates. Listing updates are great for expired, withdrawns, um, anything that may be an opportunity. As you scroll down, you'll see Twitter. Anything that you've already engaged with that you may be holding on a pipeline. The market pulse, this is very similar to that of MLS. And then down here you have my listings. So my listings is where there's a lot of gold. And it's not just your, my listings as far as the listings, but it's also any buyer that I've ever worked with, anything that's ever, ever expired, any cancellation, anything along those lines. And so as I cruise through here, what I started doing was I started taking my listings and I used to put them into a cart. Now, if you look on the left side over here, you have your daily, which is where we are now. You have a search. We're gonna go to the search here shortly. You have save searches, carts, engage, chat, contacts, and docs. For the purpose of today's training, we're gonna focus on daily search and carts. Now, as I cruise through here, if you've been in the industry for more than a year or two, you've got some buyers that you've worked with, um, you probably have maybe even a listing or two. So what I've done is I go in here and I take a look at which one it is. And if it's a listing that I've sold, I put it in its own cart, its own group, its own bucket. And basically what that does for me is it tells me um, I've sold this home. I'm gonna create a farm of homes that I've already sold and I'm gonna create a marketing campaign that will go after that farm. And so for this particular one, Melissa Vega, I represented her as a buyer. So I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna add it to my cart, and it's gonna be past buyers. So I've got quite a few uh, carts already, but I'm clicking on past buyers, and then I'm gonna add it to that cart, and then I move on. Now, I know that she's still there, and so if I want to create a CMA, uh, which we're also gonna go over with right now, um, I can create a CMA through here. I have her email address, so I can send her a, a CMA every quarter and give her an idea of what her home is worth. But more importantly, I'm, I'm keeping up with my past buyers, which is important. And if you look at the National Association of Realtor Statistics, they say 85% of home buyers would use their realtor again, their buying agent or they would refer someone to their buying agent. 
yet only 15% actually use that agent again in the next transaction. So there's a 60% gap where there's a lack of follow-up. This gives you a tool to really be able to just follow up at a really easy pace. And so you can create a CMA right here. And when you do the CMA, it's a Remind CMA. It's a very simplified CMA. It's got um, the demographics, it's got the average, as far as income level, average age per household, things of that nature. It also gives you an automated value module on AVM. And then you can pick and choose the comps that you wanna use in there. I will say it's not as detail oriented as MLS. It's really there for a, um, for a layman, as far as the CMA goes, just to give them a range on value. Uh, I always approach it where if you're gonna use this CMA, this gives you a range. To give you more of an appraised value, I'll need to walk the property and see the condition of it. And so with that, you'll see here, I did a CMA for them in January. So they're due a CMA for me. And so the CMA, here's a customized report here, and it shows what's closed, what's active. And I did everything, cause this is a, some townhomes. So I did everything within the townhomes. And then from there, if I wanna hit save and continue, I don't wanna, spend too much time creating a CMA, but for the, the end result, Team Vega, it gives me a customized report. Now I've already went to color scheme for Century 21. I've uploaded my logo and I've uploaded my photo. And so this is what the CMA looks like. And this gives me 131 to 149 in range. So they've got a little more equity in their home than they thought. And when I send it over to us, I'll tell them also, you may wanna, Get it, if, you, if you can refinance your home and get a lower rate, you've got the value there to do so. So I'm giving them, um, I'm extending an olive branch of information to help them out. If I get a, a listing on it or I don't, I want to just let them know that I'm here, I'm helping them. So I remain top of mind and they remain an advocate of mine. And so now you'll see everything here as far as the CMA that's already been created. Now, creating a CMA doesn't take very long, but again, for the purpose of what we're doing here, I'm not gonna create it, but I'm gonna show you the product of it. And so once I wanna print this out, and give it a second. The finished product looks like this, and you can just download it in a PDF file. And you'll see here, I got it for Team Vega. It's got all my information here. Again, 48% of the area demographics are college students, 33% have children. You can see the average income, the average age. Redfin has established a value, or I'm sorry, yeah, Redfin's at 142, First American is at 150, so those are AVMs that they're using. And then they give us a range. Here's the average days on market. Here's the estimated average value. So right off the bat, anywhere around 143, you're gonna be on the market for about average of 35 days, depending on the condition of your home. And then we'll see here, there's an average seller concessions of 3%, a lot of first time home buyers that are looking for closing costs. And then from there, it actually shows them the comparables. As you can see, they're all within the same complex. There's plenty of samples there, plenty of comps for us to use. And when I do this, I do it with the intent of defending an appraisal. And so I'm gonna move on from this moment here and I'm gonna go back to my carts. So now I've got a buyer cart. And then let's say I have also Fishhook, I represented both buyer and sell, but this was one that I sold.
All right, so now we'll see here that Frederick and Susan Watson bought this from me 6.2 years ago. This is when I was still at Ruttenberg and I sold it to Apple Bass. Believe it or not, she's not related. We may have the same grandfather about 18 generations off, but that's about it. And then I, you'll see list price, you'll see everything here. Now with this, this is now a listing that I've sold. And so I don't have the buyer's information but sometimes I can still get it when I go to associated people and bam, look what I got here. Mr. Watson, I got his email address. I can now send him a CMA, let him remind him that I sold him the home. And um, I just wanted to touch base and extend the olive branch on what his home is, his investment is now worth. And I can take Frederick Watson. I can add him to my contacts and I can also click on his name. And it'll tell me all the properties that are associated with Mr. Watson. But he's got a property up in Georgia still. This is where he moved from. I remember that. And as you can see, he's still here. He's got one. It looks like it's for sale now in Pennsylvania. There's another one in Pennsylvania. Now, again, these are properties that are associated with him. Some may be rentals. Some may be an office. Some may be homes that he owns. But it gives you a, a breadcrumb trail of what he's got. The biggest thing for me is, I have his email. I can send him, I can make direct contact with him as a previous listing agent for his file. So that guy, Fishhook, goes into, and I reopen that. It goes into the carts of listings that I've sold. All right, so I add to cart. And then I put in here, I have past listings sold. Boom, add property. All right, now it's in there. So once you've done this with your older portfolio, I highly encourage you to keep up with all of your past sales. Don't be that 60% that doesn't keep up with them because we're training new agents to intercept those deals. So don't get your deal intercepted because you didn't follow up, right? This is a great tool for you to not only organize the follow-up, it can almost be like your own little handy-dandy CRM. So now I'm going to go to carts, and we're looking at multiple points of follow-up. So the first one, obviously, if they're past buyers, you should have their emails, you should have their contact information, and so you can send them CMAs. If it's past homes that you've sold, well, it's not as easy getting to those, right? So I'm gonna go back here, past listing sold. And so I've got 48 right now in here. And the cool thing about this is it will actually keep up to date profile of all your stuff. So look at this one. This one was intercepted, but it was not my buyer to begin with, but it was intercepted because it's in my farm. And this one's active, this one's on hold. So now we're entering the area where a lot of these listings that I've sold are being sold again. This one's been closed for seven days. Actually, this one's a rental still. So I'm gonna keep them in my, my pipeline here. So now I can go to send mailers and I'm gonna, I've got a template that I created to go after all my past listings. And some of them, I've, I sold a lot of bank owned homes. So I know that most of these are bank owned homes but I've designed a, a template that can handle the bank owned homes and I designed a template that can handle just past listings sold. So for the campaign, I'm gonna send them a letter. 
And I'm going to date past listings, 7, 21, 20, because I'm going to do multiple campaigns in the future. So this always gives me an idea of when this campaign was done. All right, so I'm a, I'm a big proponent of a ground game and an aerial game when it comes to marketing. And the ground game has always been kind of the same rule. It's an eight second rule. So you're sending postcards. It takes about eight seconds for that. The person who received the postcard to look at it, look at it both sides and throw it away. It's generally an average of about eight seconds. But for 43 pieces, it's going to cost me 28 bucks. It's not too shabby. And that's for the postcard design. I also have the ability to do a direct mail product. So I can do yellow letters. I can do the postcards. I can do snapper parts. I can do regular letters. So for the regular letters, I've done yellow letter campaigns. I've done regular letter campaigns for the purpose of training on this. I'm going to do a regular letter campaign. And then when I get to here, this is going to be kind of an outline. I'm going to personalize it. And I choose my, my brand. So I go Century 21. I think that looks pretty fresh. I always choose mailing address. I want, if it's a rental, I want it to go to the, to the end user. I want to go to the owner of the home. So if the owner doesn't live at the property that we're discussing, the subject property, I want it to go to where we can discuss it. So I want it to go to their house. If they're in Michigan, I want it to go to Michigan. If they're somewhere else in Tampa, that's where I want it to go. I want their attention. And then from there, we can do logos. So I've already uploaded my Century 21 logo. I've got my headshot in here. And then the next thing is company name. I always put the address of the office. I don't want them coming back to my house. I want them to understand I am a place of business at my office. And then I've got everything in here that I need. I proceed from here. It gives you a template. And so you can take this template, make it yours. Um, I have my own template. So for the purpose of that, I'm going off screen for a moment. And I'm going to copy and paste a template in there. Give me one second. So for this one, came back. All right. So now, if this campaign was going after the bank-owned homes I sold, I was the listing agent who represented the bank in the sale of your home. During my time, represented banks. I did hundreds of BPOs, so on and so forth. And so now I'm just again extending an olive branch. I can help you out. It's a free service. I've already doing it for my clients, but since I sold you your home, I'm more than happy to do it for you as well. From there, I go next. And remove this. So now we have past listings, 43. And then once it takes me through here, I can also add addresses. So I've come across homes that I've targeted 
and the owner maybe either a police officer or a fireman or something like that and they're not showing up in, in the records for us to target them but i know what their address is i go ahead and i just put it right here it will analyze and make sure that there's no incorrect addresses for me it will remove any duplicate entries anything along those lines any errors of course And then once it's done, I'll look at the proof. Once I approve the proof, I send it and it sends out for me. It doesn't mail it to my home and then I'm licking letters and stamps and all that stuff. It does it for me. Um, I don't believe you guys can see from what I'm looking at. You can't see the proof. Looks good. And then I go from here, design is approved. It won't let you approve the design until afterwards. And then you go to add to cart. And then from here, you're putting in your, your payment information and you're rocking and rolling by sending out these letters. So I'll take a quick moment and I'll look at the chat. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get into commercial properties in a second. Um, yes, you can distinguish by property type, we'll get to that. And um, let's train as you that I can pay the dudes for me. <laughs> Bob, you and I will talk. And so anyhow, from there, um, I have a couple different campaigns in here. So. I'm not gonna move forward with these at the moment. This is really just for the purpose of training. We're gonna come back to our daily, and it all starts right here. This is all your past business. I recommend that you go to the bottom, and hang on, and then work your way up. Um, now, we've talked about carts. We've talked about your past business, your past buyers, your past listings, in my opinion, those are two farms that you should always have. You should never abandon. If there's a fortune in follow-up. This is just another tool to help you with that intelligence. Now I go to search. So let's say I want to target um, out-of-state homeowners. And I'm gonna look at doing out-of-state homeowners in I'll do out-of-state homeowners in Tarpon Springs. So the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna segment that off. So I went to this little menu over here. I chose square, I came here. I got 15,000 plus results. That sample size is very large. So I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna shorten that up just a little bit. I really wanna focus now just on Tarpon Springs from the Gulf of Mexico to 19. That gives me a little over 10,000 results. And then the next thing I'm gonna look at is over here on this little menu bar, it gives me more ways I can cipher through the intelligence that I'm trying to gather. So for right now, I'm looking for absentee out of state. They're in Michigan, they can't fly here. They got a, they got a property that is just sitting here and maybe their renter isn't paying, whatever the case may be. I got 1,064 results just in Tarpon Springs. Now, the cool thing about this, if you're familiar with like Op City or you're familiar with um, the, the lead programs that have uh, the intelligence and the data that they've gathered on what would be a high sell score, someone who's probably going to sell their home in the next year, um, Remind has also done that. And so from here, I go to sell score. And then I can put high, apply that. And now I got 14 results for a high sell score. 
now I can target them and I'm not shotgun blasting all my money. I'm actually using my money towards a more targeted approach here. The one thing I will say though is um, if they're high sell scores, some of them might be on the market. So this one was just withdrawn, right? But you see here, these are all high sell scores. So now I can take that one step farther. So I come in here, I'll look at this one. This is looks like a cash deal for an avenue, apartment 222. We're gonna check this one out. So I am looking here at this guy. He's out of state, I know that. It's Ajaz Ahmad. 30 plus years he's owned this. It's two bedroom, 490 square feet. Corporate ownership is no, but look, absentee owner is yes. And now I have his mailing address. I've got public records. I have his tax assessment. I can go in here, I can look at the, the evaluation just to see what the data is. It's crunched. The estimated value is almost 300. And when I recrunch it, it's got some ranges here. I can look at the schools. Now the schools, I will say, um, measure but uh, cut, you know measure twice but cut once, because there's also some pretty good private schools over there that it might pick up. And then demographics, I have it right here. So average age, 47, average income, so on and so forth. I can look at my property history here. And there's not much there. If there's a mortgage on it, it would show up right here. This guy's owned it for 30 plus years. So he was, he bought this before everything went digital. He's off the grid. And unfortunately I don't have his, any of his information here, but what I can do is I can put him in my cart, Tarpon Springs absentee owners, and I can go after him. And then I can send him a letter. I can do other things that just, again, go to capture his attention, try to engage him to see if he'll sell his property. I'm going to go one down. I got another one, 30 plus years. He lives in Astoria, New York. They can't leave New York right now. We're going to go down to the bottom, Associated People. Let's see if we can get anything here. Boom, I got an ad, I got an email right here. So Michael Long, Michael Long, that's my guy. Now I can shoot him an email. I want to send him a CMA. Here's what your home is worth. This is all part of hunting, right? And so now I come back here and I've targeted 14 just in Tarpon Springs. Now that's just a high sell score. If I want to, if I don't have enough of a sample size, I can go medium and high, and that gives me 99. But now I can start hammering these 99 out-of-state landlords, out-of-state homeowners during this COVID crisis and just hit them over and over and over. I will be, if they have a property manager, I'm going to be competing against the property manager. It's just what it is. But if you run the, the numbers game, I go back to the National Association of Realtors. They say of every 100 people you know, 15 of them are going to buy or sell on average. But what if you knew of 100 that were already homeowners and they were uncomfortable owning a home in another state where we are in the current settings. Now you can start really taking a look at what's going on with these guys, right? So I created my own cart for North Tampa. 
New Tampa, Shirley, absentee. Please don't steal my farm. And so when I go to this cart, it stays active. So here's something that I got 54 properties here. So remember what I told you about out of 100, what's going to happen? So of these 54 properties, this one's active 13 days, that one's active 250, that one closed, that one's closed, that one's canceled, that one's closed, that one's closed. I started this little farm about three months ago. And as you can see, there's obviously some, there's quite a bit of activity just with that farm. So it goes to show me that having the idea of an absentee owner at this time in this market, they're a good target for me to go after. I'm gonna pause real quick for chats. Um, uh, as far as DNC, eh, I, I stay away from the DNC, but the, I would polish, you know, if you want to go after those phone numbers and you have a cash buyer, you, you got something a little bit different. If, if you're prospecting, it's, you're kind of towing a gray area there. Um, and, and as long as it's one-on-one and not using an auto dialer. So thank you for answering that for me. And then um, this is a belabored way of showing us all the things we might can do. Is there a shorter recap? Yeah, we'll get to that. And then, because we're doing 101, so I, I got to go through the 101. Um, Peter, I think you're in a kind of a re advanced version of it. Uh, we have certainly done some alternate trainings on Remind. Yeah, so right here, YouTube, there's a, there's a list of stuff that's already there. All right, now I'm going to go back to this. And the next thing we're going to do is we're looking again at um, searches. We just did absentee owners. Now you can also look at different ways of, of segmenting what you're looking for. So if you're looking for homeowners with home equity and you just want to start farming everything that's 500,000 and up, you have the ability to do it right here. So if you want to only go big fish hunting, you can do big fish hunting right here in Palm Harbor. And as you can see, there's 629 there. And then I can go to sell score, high. And there's 20 of them that are all big fish. And we can start targeting them and go after them either with letters or coming back in here again by choosing associated people. And so this one, they live there. If you're a door knocker, this is a good one to, to just get in front of. And then when I go to Associated People, we've got some stuff here. I got Margaret, Margaret Wall or Wallace, and Chamara. So here's Chamara. Here's something there for them. Same phone number. Same phone number. All right, so I got a phone number for them. So now I've got something there. The next thing is, let's talk about a farm. So part of a geographical farm is you generally choose, when you start out, you choose a neighborhood with about 100 homes in that neighborhood. And then you, you just hammer them with postcards, you hammer them with your direct mail campaign, so on and so forth. Now, I say get more intelligence on that farm. And so let's say we want to go after a farm in Land O'Lakes. And we're going after plantation palms. 
moving slow. All right, here we go. So I'm going to go after this little nook of plantation palms right here. 157 homes. And so now I'm gathering intelligence on who's who, because generally if I'm farming a geographical location, I include door knocking. I include just getting through there and figuring out who's, who's who. So now you can gather intelligence on, if you're going to door knock, who do you door knock on? There's 112 results. Let's take it one more step farther and go to the high sell score. I got two on opposing corners. And this one has a great deal of equity. This one has a great deal of equity. So when I go door knocking this day, I'm going to go with the CMA in hand. And I'm going to, of course, I'm going to introduce myself. And this gives me also an idea of if I can just get a hold of them without knocking on the door, boom, I got a phone number here. And then I go one step farther. I can, like I said, create a CMA. I can take a look at what their mortgage is. So this tells me that they don't really have a mortgage, not much of one if they do, it's taken out in 05. So they are pretty much free and clear. They've been there 15 plus years. This is a good target for me to door knock. And then I go one step farther with a sell, sell score. I go medium, I apply. I'm, now I got seven to door knock on. And th then I want to find out who should I stay away from because they're renters. So I go absentee in state, out of state. I got one result. So that's the one that's getting the letter. And this is, remind you, I kept the high sell score and the medium sell score on there. So once I take those off, it'll give me the rest of the sample size. And they've been there for less than a year, so that's not a good one. Let me tell, take the sell score off of here. Now this farm looks a little bit different. So now I don't just have general postcards going to this farm for everything that I've listed and everything that I've sold. I know that there's certain homes that people actually live in the home and I'm going to have a, a different marketing campaign for them. And then now the ones that are absentee, there's no point in knocking on those doors, but I'm going to shoot them letters and I'll look for ways to contact them. Um, if I can get their email, that's really a great way to, to reach out to them. If they're going to get all my postcards and all my letters, regardless, I'm going to design it around absentee, I'm going to design it around those who are renting and those who are landlords. And then lastly, I will pull out the corporate owns because generally corporate owned, they're going to have their own system, their own real estate company and so forth. There's 26 in here that are corporate owned. Those are all rentals as well. So I want to stay away from them. Now so one, one suggestion real quick, Otis, that I would have is when you narrow down your farm and I put a link to a specific video in the chat that we, we kind of talked through this on, but for those of you that are going to farm this way or do direct mail, especially to non-absentee owners, people who are actually in the farm, my suggestion is, you know, creating generic postcards are great and those can mm -hmm. work. But if you narrow down by sell score and I can get it down to 10 to 15 that I know are more likely based on the algorithm to do something, it is in your best interest to use Canva. So for those of you that were on our training earlier, where we walked you through how to create custom 
graphic design pieces through Canva, go into Canva, create a design, right? A template that you like. Then all you have to do is copy that. But now I, I would create 10 to 15, if that's what I had, specific to that home. So I'd put that owner's name on there. I'd put their information. I'd take a look at the CMA, but may put value on there or a range on there. I would make it very specific so that when you, when if I was sending it to Otis, Otis gets a piece of direct mail from me. I don't care if you have to go drop it off on their doorstep or in their mail or on the, in the flag of the mailbox. But when Otis gets that piece of mail from me, I don't want it to be generic. I want it to say, Otis, do you know that you have, you know, according to our records, you have $160,000 in equity. If you've even remotely thought about cashing in on that, I'd love to chat with you. I want it to be specific to Otis. So when Otis picks that up, it's 100% contextual. Remind allows you to do that. Now, obviously, that's not really feasible for your entire farm if there's, you know, 100, 200 people in there or more, right? But it is very feasible if there's five to 10 that are very likely to do something. So make sure we're being strategic when you're building out this marketing plan that you're not just doing what everyone else is doing, which is being generic and not being contextual to your audience because that really matters. I agree. And so, yeah, in, in piggybacking on what Mike just said, when you have the intelligence of which ones are renters, you can design that marketing piece just for them. Just like, you know, when you door knock, you're only going to door knock on the ones that you know are going to be owner occupied. Um, so now we've gone, let's see, it's uh, 2.35. So now we're going to just cover a real quick piece. Um, we were asked about commercial. So commercial is a little bit extra. And you can flip it over. And now you can start looking at farming commercial. I will say it's not CoStar. We're all used to like, you know, expectations of standards with CoStar. It gives you some stuff here with commercial. It gives you some intelligence. But overall, um, it's kind of the, the broad strokes. So if I go out. And I have a commercial piece of property that we'll take a look at in South Tampa. Yeah, I'm just going to put it in here. Come here, I hit that. All right, so here's a commercial piece of property that we'll look at. It's currently listed. It gives me a good idea. Some of the, you have to always double check certain things with uh, public records. Um, from there, what I'm looking at now is, okay, how do I find value? And is there a similar comps and so forth? So I just hit CMA and I see what it gives me. Generally, it's gonna just give you something that's within a quarter of a mile. And then for status, we're gonna look at closed and active. Building type is a multifamily. 
And then we're just going to hit search and see what happens here. One thing I forgot to do is events. I want to make sure I gather as much as I can for information. Save and continue. So right now I'm only getting one comp from MLS. And one thing you can also do with your criteria is you can look at off market. Closed off MLS. And then we're gonna apply. Still just one, it's giving me a price of 660. Um, the one thing I will say with commercial is it is not like it works with residential. What you can do with, I'm gonna close out of this real quick because you get an idea of what I'm trying to do with CMA. What you do wanna do though, is you wanna take a look at the lot size. Um, it will give you the intelligence that you need as far as the parcel, the acres. It will not just give you comps. So I, when I go into CoStar, CoStar will give me comps. When I go to Reonomy, Reonomy will give me comps. This one doesn't always give me comps. What it does do is it gives me just the intelligence that I need to, to gather more information and get more of an established value by having the, 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 the facts of the property. And it also gives me this. Here's the, the landlord, the owner. He's got a high buy score. That means now the algorithm, algorithms of a buy score is slightly different than the sell score. That means he's currently on Zillow, realtor.com. He's on these search engines for homes. So he gets a, a higher buy score because of that. When I click on him, he's also a landlord in South Tampa. So it's showing me now that he's got this one active, this one active. All of his properties, it looks like he's unloading them. And they're all right around the same, around the same market and almost on the same block. And so it tells me now, I know that this guy, he's an active landlord and seller. Now, when I go back into commercial, what you can do here is with your filter, click on commercial, I wanna make sure all my pins are there. And then I come back over here and I can look at building type. So if I wanna just look at commercial multifamilies, And then I can look in a particular area. So now I got 56 multifamilies. I can look at ownership time. So let's say I wanna deal with everyone that's five plus years. I know they've got equity. Now I've got 34 results. And then I can also look at sell scores. Got one right here that's off market. Looks like it's free and clear. So now I've got, again, just a little bit of extra data, a little bit of extra intelligence that helps me with finding out what's going on in the neighborhood so I can market with more like a surgeon versus just a shotgun blast. Um, I can also take a look at what's, what of these multifamilies might be distressed sales. So I can go in there and hunt that by itself. 
nothing in here. So I'm going to stop for a moment and allow the chat so that way we can answer any questions. Mike, do you have anything to add at the moment? No, I just want to point out, guys, that at the end of the day, I mean, obviously, I've just gone through many different ways that you can use Remind. This is a tool, right? So once you come up with your lane, that's where you want to focus this, right? That's where you want to focus your efforts within the tool. Yes, you can do 17 million different things through here. You can find absentee owners. You can find for sale by owners. You can do research on other people. You know, if it were me and I'm going on a listing presentation, there's no way that I'm not coming in here to learn as much about the property and the owner as possible. I'm going to find their name. Then I'm going to go to LinkedIn. I'm going to look them up to find out what they did, what they currently do for a living, what they've done in the past, because that to what Chris and Jeff were talking about earlier today, that will give me a great indication before I even walk in the door. If I see that they're an accountant on LinkedIn, I want to know that, right? Because what type of personality is an accountant going to be? Well, I need to make sure when I come in there, I'm buttoned up. I know my numbers. I'm very calculative. I, everything about it's going to be analytical, but who's the wife, right? And I'm going to look that up and I, I want to know that information. So if I was working that, if I had a listing presentation or even a buyer presentation, I'm certainly going to use this Remind to be my research tool. If I'm doing for sale by owners, I'm going to search for sale by owners in here as well. I may find their address in Zillow and then I'm going to come in here and do it. If I'm going to work absentee owners. Otis made that very clear in here how you can use that. So the point being, this tool is, is certainly diverse, but we are in no way saying use it for all of these things, right? Pick your lane. Whoever your coach is, whoever your manager is, whoever's helping guide you, make sure you're working with them to say, hey, I have this tool available to me, but how am I best going to use it in my business? And for maybe that means that you don't use it at all. On that hard to believe because you should use this there there's too many ways to use it but i just don't want you to get overwhelmed because like social there's so many ways it can go so now it's just a matter of how am i going to leverage it and then always keeping in mind that at the end of the day the more research you have that allows you to be more contextual when you do reach out whether it's via knocking on the door whether it's via direct mail whether you're finding them and reaching them out, reaching out to them on social, no matter what you're doing, right? So you've got to pick a lane and then associate this and say, okay, once I've picked that lane, how am I associating Remind to help me execute within that path? That's it, right? So that would be my only guidance because um, otherwise you're gonna go down a deep rabbit hole here and, uh, and struggle. Thank you. So one last thing before class is over. Um, we've discussed in other classes expired and so forth. You can use this as an intelligence gatherer for some expireds, as you can see over here. It's got all the expireds. Now, what I've heard from top producers who have roundtabled and, and been on panels when they make a living off of expires, they generally start with the ones that are 60 days old and older because there's less competition. And then they go after getting the information. So this one, this is an expire that I just pulled up. And sometimes you can just go through here and you get lucky. Now this one I believe is corporate owned. 
from the way it looks. But now I've got some phone numbers here. Let me go to a different expired. So here's one in St. Petersburg. And so I know a lot of people use um, Red X and Balkan 7 for their expireds. If you don't have that money to do, if you, didn't have, if you don't have the money to do so, what did I pick the same one? Then this is another way of just getting that information. So here we'll go to this one. Another corporate owned. So as I go here, boom. So you just you can go to sunbiz.org on that one. But again, what this is doing is we're using this just to get intelligence. Because sometimes with these expires, when you come through enough of them, you got their email address and their phone number. It's not just their phone number. And again, you're not having to subscribe to Red X or anything like that. One more associated people, and then I'll open it up for the chat lines. Here we go. Boom. He's got a low buy score and no information on him. So, um, want to open it up for picking things? Great idea. Does anyone have any other questions on Remind? We're slightly ahead of the curve on this, so we can open it up for questions and answers. Nice. All right. Mike, what do you have to add? That's it. I think we are. Uh, oh, Veronica said, what are good advice on, on engaging? Oh, I think on engaging. Yep. Okay. So as long as you're engaging them, I mean, I, I'm looking at if you send a letter, you find them on social media, um, your, door, your door knock, whatever the case may be, have a really good idea of what the value of that home is so you can speak with, with certainty. Um, one of the things that I found right now is there's not a lot of inventory on the market. And so a lot of sellers are talking about listing their home above market value and it might be a pie in the sky. So that's when I have the conversation about defending the appraisal. And this gives you the ability to, to enter in and talk about the value of their home. Um, are you going to send a link to this presentation? I believe it's going to be stored, right, Mike? The link to this presentation? Yes, all recordings will be done. Jonathan is working on it. I know he's already got part of yesterday posted on YouTube, but understand that it may take us a few days. We've got you know, at this point almost two full days worth of content. We're going to have three full days by tomorrow. Um, so it will take us a few days to download, render, and then repost. But yes, we will, we will have it all made available through our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com backslash BE3 real estate channel. So if you go there, um, you will be able to see all of it. And I will email out the link to the email that you use to register uh, once all of those are ready. Very good. And, and Veronica, also, whenever you engage, have good questions. Be armed with good questions. So that way you can dance the dance. So if there's no other questions, we're good to go. Thank you guys very much. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Next up, our last session of the day is how to build your farm. 
which Deb Haley and Thomas Simmons are going to dive into. So stick around if you want to attend that. Otherwise, have a great rest of your week. Have a great day. Take care. Thanks, guys.